brand new banger. Banger. Welcome to the Divorce Rehabilitation Podcast. It's your boy Kevin Parkey. Guys, before you get up out of here, please hit the like button. And if you want to subscribe, I appreciate that too. Y'all enjoy. Alright guys, let's get this thing kicked off. Shout out to the free crowd. Man, somebody sent me this post. And it was in reference to a, a lady that separated from her husband. And now has filed for divorce. Now I'm going to break this thing down, man. So I can show y'all what I've been talking about. This lady wrote that she had been separated six months ago. She said the divorce is almost finalized. We share children together, so I'm in frequent contact with my ex. I am the one who wanted the divorce as I was unhappy and no longer in love. See, this is how it normally goes. Listen at the key words. Unhappy and no longer in love. That's why 80% of the women, guys, file for divorce in the name of not being in love and unhappy. That's why I tell you, stop listening to women. Stop listening to women when they tell you that they love you. Really what they're saying is that they love you at the moment. They love you at the moment. Because from three years from now, when we have a house, we have a car and two children, I don't know if I'm going to love you then. That's basically what they're saying. Women only love how you make them feel and how you make them feel is how they get attached as soon as they get unattached then they don't love you no more now she went on to write he didn't treat me right he was mean to me he hardly ever helped with the house the meals or the kids now that sounds like she projecting her duties upon him See, these women nowadays, they don't like to be domesticated. They don't like to groom a house. They don't like to cook and clean, make a house a home. It's about going out, getting degrees. It's about going out, being independent, being sexually free. That's what it's about. It's not about making, uh, having a husband, raising children, and having a home, a nurturing home. Now, notice she didn't mention whether he worked or not. She just said he was mean. He didn't treat her right. He didn't help with the kids. She didn't mention nothing about this guy, whether or not he worked. So we're going to assume that he did work. Because you know if he didn't work, the first thing out of her mouth was, Duh, he's no good. He doesn't work. He's lazy. I have to carry all the weight. That would have been the first thing out of her mouth. She said that we're separated Almost on a daily basis, he's begging me to give in and give us another shot. Begging, guys. Begging. I tell y'all all the time, stop begging. It doesn't work. It doesn't work, guys. When she's ready to leave, she's already. it appears to me that she already has her built-in excuse why she want to leave. And by you begging, all it does is it plays into her ego. It just gives her another ego boost. She said that he promised to treat me right this time. He was mentally ill, but he's getting better now. Now, I don't know if he said that, but 
if he was mentally ill, why she even married a guy from the get-go? That goes back to women picking the wrong dudes. She knew he was mentally ill, or she knew he had some... Pre or or I, I guarantee you, he showed some red flags in the beginning. And according to her, not treating her right means not cleaning, not helping with the kids, which is not his job in the first place. That's not his job in the first place. Man, I can't tell you how many times I hear this a, a lot that when women say guys are mental... Oh, he was a narcissist. But they can't give you no concrete example of what he was doing wrong to justify why she wants to now run out on her children, splitting it, putting them in a split up home, the home that she created in the first place. Because ain't nobody, ain't nobody force you to marry this dude. Nobody didn't force you to marry the dude. Now that y'all created children together. Now you want, when things get tough, the times get hard, now you want to run out. Then she goes, it's not fair to the kids, etc. I'm much happier. No, it was never about the kids. It's never about the kids. It was never about the husband. It's about her happiness. See, women think their happiness is superior over everything. Women think their happiness is superior over everyone including the kids because them being raised in a split up home it's not conducive to the kids every study show in, in, in every psychological test that has been ran shows that the kids are they turn out better being raised in a two parent home she goes on to say I'm not willing to give Give it another shot because throughout our marriage, I expressed many, many times how I felt and how I needed him to treat me and he needed to help me as a partner and stop acting like a grown child. Guys, women want you to go out and work, make enough money for a certain lifestyle. But they want to designate how much time you spend with them. But you got to try to make the money. But they want to designate the time. They want you to sit there and listen at all their problems. They want you to fix things around the house. They want you to help out with the cooking and cleaning. They want you to place them on a pedestal. They want, to, they want you to keep them entertained. They want you to take them on trips that you can't afford. They want you to miss overtime. Because you got to spend time with them. But the overtime is what helped them pay for, help you pay for their lifestyle, the lifestyle that they want. They want, they want you to keep them highly attracted to you. So they can stay in love. And they want you to stay new at the same time. She said he never listened. If he did listen, he didn't care. Or he didn't seem to care. As the father of my children, I do care for him. I don't want anything bad to happen to him. And I want him to be successful so he can give our children the life they deserve. Now, she's just talking right now. She's just talking. And even if he do become successful. 
She probably gonna look like a fool, but nevertheless, she'll be back in court trying to get some child support if you do become successful. But the thing women miss is, is that no, it doesn't matter how successful he become, and it don't matter how accomplished she become. It's never going to fill the void of having a two-parent house for the children. It's never gonna do that. See, women always wanna put a tarp over the hole in the floor, a tarp over a hole in which they punch the hole in the floor. And even though we see the tarp, we can't miss the fact that there's a hole still in the floor. Simple as that. He says that if I can care for him, then I can love him again someday. Guys, get it through your head. When she's gone, she's gone. Then the only way she will come back if she run totally out of options and, and she happened to have a bad turn in life, she might take you back. But she ain't going to respect you. And as soon as something better comes along, she's going to be out the door. Basically, all you're going to be doing is, fit, uh, is being a placeholder that she's going to disrespect, treat any kind of way, walk over like a doormat. And if, uh, as soon as she sees something she likes, she's going to try it out. She might try it out while she's with you. She might, she might, she might have a side piece and, and, and she might just give in and say, you know what? I'm just going to have you and I'm going to have a side piece and ain't nothing you're going to do about it. Cause I know if I decide to leave you, you're going to beg me to come back and you know, you can't live life without me. That's basically the attitude she's going to have. So she went on to say, I'm constantly, uh, uh, I'm tired of him constantly begging, pleading, and I don't really know what to do. He hasn't threatened me or anything. No, he ain't threatening you. Probably because he ain't the big bad wolf that you're making him out to be. That's probably that's probably what it is. I can guarantee you that's what it is. See, women put this label on men all the time. They put, they put this label that's associated with a guy uh, uh, having a mental problem and he being the big bad wolf. The horrible person that you have to live with. All, and all these movies that's, that's, that's made about men, women living with men that have mental problems, what it do, it's sort of like propaganda. It makes, it, it makes the people have sympathy for the woman and it makes people feel horrible or have less sympathy for the man. And to be honest, man, when they tag you with this label, man, it's hard for people to get that out of their mind that you had mental problems in which... She never did say whether he was diagnosed with mental issue, but not, let me guess, she probably diagnosed him on her own just so she can have a uh, uh, justification to leave. And lastly, she said that uh, he just refused to take no for an answer, though it's clear I don't want to be with him again. Well, yeah, of course. The guy has a built up attachment. The guy has a built-up attachment based around him having a wife and kids and having a whole together family. He's been living like that. And, and he's allowed himself to think of you and the kids as something uh, being a part of the future. So, of course, the guy has a uh, don't want to take no for an answer. Of course. And by her taking uh, and complaining about no, uh, 
He doesn't want to take no for an answer. See, it goes back to that mental problem. See, once she tells, oh, and, and then she'll show people the phone call, show people the text, man, he just don't want, he won't leave me alone. He don't want to take no for an answer. See, it makes it look like the guy really does have a mental problem or he's become a stalker or something like that. The dude just have a deep emotional attachment. And all he need to do is find a way to deal with that attachment without contacting her. And see, a lot of guys... They don't know they don't know how to do that. That's nothing that's nothing gonna make the pain go away. That's nothing gonna make the attachment go away at the moment. That takes time. That takes going through stages. But what you can do is learn how to deal with it moment by moment, day by day, week by week, month by week, month, without being in contact with her. That's why I tell you, if you allow yourself to get emotionally attached and you wanna play in that love arena. Many women have you contemplate suicide if you don't watch it. That's why the suicide rate, men versus women, is super high. For men. So leave those emotional attachment and connection alone. Shout out to the free crowd. Leave it alone, guys. It's just not worth it. But it seems like to me, it seems like to me, this woman probably hit the wall. She's bored with her husband. She's tied up being a housewife and a mom. Probably think life is passing her by. Her friends out there having fun. She want to have free sex with nobody to answer to. And before you know it, she's going to be right back in another relationship. Bringing other men around the kids. And don't let it fool you. When women sit up there, I don't bring all the men around my kids. I don't, bring, I don't have the men around. No, but if you fall in love six months from now, and, and, and what you going to do? Fall in love and you think this guy's the one. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to have to introduce him to the kid. Six months down the road, y'all break up. Then what? On to the next man. And I know what you're going to say. The next man, unless we married or engaged, I ain't going to introduce him to my kids. What, you going to introduce him at the day that y'all get married? On wedding day? Either or, you're going to have to introduce him back to the kids. Well, the next man, it's going to be because God sent him. He's going to have to be because God sent him. How many times have I heard women spew this nonsense? Oh, it's going to have to be God sent. Let me tell you. I'm not. I'm gonna say by ten percent of women, uh, th that truly will work. Sitting waiting on God, that they truly believe that, and they truly actually sit and wait for God to send them the right man. Only ten percent. The other ninety percent, guys. What this means, and I'm gonna help y'all decipher this. What this means is the man that comes that. I have a high level of attraction to that caused me to fall in love with him. He must be sent by God. Regardless if I ignore the red flags, he must be sent by God. Then when it blow up in their face, they're going to blame it on themselves. Oh, that was me. That wasn't, the, that wasn't God. That was me. And then the rotation, then the, then the, uh, the Ferris wheel continues. The treadmill continues. They meet the next guy, he must be sent by God. They meet the next one, he must be sent by God. 
And that's what all that means. Anyway, like I said, guys, man, this is a perfect example of what a lot of guys have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. Until next time, shout out to the free crowd. Man, y'all like, share, and subscribe. Until next time, peace.